So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. My next two guests, they're on the phone. They just call in. I love it. I love it when people call in all the time, you know. They don't have to talk, but I love to talk anyway, so I'm good. One is the director of operations, which means they, he, that person runs things, and the lead creator for the Naturalistic Moji team, and the other person, the CEO of the Naturalistic Moji team. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Alex Okafor and Renee Lindsay. Hi, thank you for having us. Hello, thank you. Happy to be on. Alex, you just blasted right in front of you, man. Is that is that, is that that's how it all that's how it is all the time, man? You know, you just Hey, it's ladies first. Always. Oh, you're gonna do it like that, huh? Because <laughs> man, she she ain't care about you, brother. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I thought she was on that phone by herself there for a minute. <laughs> but it's beautiful because y'all working to do to change lives here. So first of all, before I get started, we got two great breaks to talk about, so take your time. How did you two get together? Alex, you can speak on that. Okay, sure. Uh, Oh, she's so nice. She's so so (laughs) nice. Okay, Alex, (laughs) speak on Alex. Speak Uh, on that, please. Speak on that, please. Sure. So we uh, we met. um, uh, I want to say this is like we're looking at like maybe ten years ago um, in in Oakland, California, um, at an outing in the evening, and uh, we remained very very good friends Mm -hmm. and uh, got Mm -hmm. friendlier over the years, Mm -hmm. and so now happy Mm -hmm. to count her as uh, the lucky or to be the lucky man in her life okay. and uh, she's obviously a wonderful woman to have in my life so yes we're looking okay. we've been in a relationship for a long time now and uh, just been a blessing for sure okay cool now uh, Renee can you yes, tell sir. me how y'all actually met you know give me give me a little more energy <laughs> that little half story he told me I felt like I was watching Black Panther it was out. We met in Oakland. That's, we met in Oakland. That's, that's a true story. We met in Oakland at, at a um, poetry night. And there we you were... go. Love, see, Love Jones. Love Jones. Come on now. <laughs> Love Jones. It was kind of like Love Jones. Yeah, we just engaged in, in some really interesting conversation, and so we decided to keep in touch, and the rest is history. Okay, okay. Keep in touch. How did you guys stay in touch? How how's that work? How did, how did that work? Because he was playing basketball, correct, at the time? Was he not? He, he was. He was. And, you know, what's interesting is he ended up playing in Europe at a time that I was moving to Europe. And oh, so see, we both lived see, in Europe see, for see, see, yeah a few see. years. So it worked out. OK, now, where about in Europe did you move to and where about in Europe were you playing, Alex? I'm I moved to London. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, mm-hmm. I was in, I was in Germany at the time initially, mm-hmm. but uh, I moved I moved throughout Europe. I was in Germany. I was in France, uh, uh, Luxembourg, back to France. 
so I moved a, l- a little bit. Well, um, France, you know, you were just a train ride away. You know, Fran- you could just take a exactly. boat, right? You could swim. Exactly. You could swim to your yeah. love from France. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of nice. We would like meet on the weekends in Paris. You know, it was kind of. <laughs> Movie-esque. <laughs> Paris is one of my favorite cities, by the way. I love Mr. Paris. Now, don't don't, don't you talk to about the boy in Paris. I've been to Paris a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got me photos. I got photos in Paris. So. Hey, I'm sure you got some stories, too, though. Huh? Absolutely. You know what I'm I, I always tell people this, you know. You you live a good life, you know. I lived I live a good life. I don't say lived a good life. And uh, if and when I look back my life, I would have moved to Paris. It's, it's such a mm-hmm. really cool cultural environment. Uh, that um, you know, just the, the language, the food, the, 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 the city, and the fact when you're in France, you go everywhere. You go everywhere. You can experience everything. So, so that's a, a reason I wanted to talk about that because of the fact that that, that worldliness that you guys have, to be able to have seen the world, you from a standpoint of playing in different countries and physically and from an athletic standpoint and from a, I have to say, an entrepreneur standpoint, and then you moving to London, getting to experience that lifestyle, then you brought it back to the United States. Talk to her about that. Sure, sure, sure. So um, in the summers, um, regardless of whether or not I was playing in, um, you know, Europe or Asia or wherever, um, you know, my, my home base is uh, Bay Area, California. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate to have that be um, Renee's home base as well, where mm-hmm. most of, a lot of her family is. Um, and so we would we'd be able to uh, kind of sustain that relationship in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from an entrepreneurial standpoint, um, I always wanted to get my stuff, my hands involved in something, see what right. I could learn about what I could work to create mm-hmm. in the off season. You know, I didn't want to reduce myself to just being an athlete. Um, I was privileged to, to have a, a good education, have a lot of friends who have doing a lot of exciting, um, exciting things. And they kind of inspired me to want to create and build and think about the next chapter of my life personally. Um, and I'll allow Renee to speak for herself concerning her professional uh, track. Come on, on, Renee. Big talker. Come on, big talker. Come on. (laughs) Well, actually, I I interpreted the question a little bit differently. um, And I was thinking in terms of, Mm -hmm. I was thinking in terms of of naturally Samoji and and the way that my experience in different spaces influenced my thought processes on the reason that it was created. Um, And it's just kind of like looking around and observing the interaction that black people have all over the world and how it's not really mm-hmm. unique to America, right, that we are other and that we're not really represented. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that that kind of stuck with me throughout. But no matter where I go, it always seems as though black women are, you know, viewed as other, like not highlighted as the beautiful ones. And so that's kind of like what triggered our thought process on the project. Okay, cool. So now you guys are team members on this project. It's the naturalistic Moji. Talk to us Naturalista about that. Naturalista emoji. Naturalista. Lista. Naturalista. I apologize. Naturalista emoji. No, no okay, cool. Help me out now, you know. Uh, <laughs> project and how did this start? Okay, yeah, I can take that one. Um, so kind of like what I was getting on earlier, it started from from conversations amongst friends about the lack of representation that we see about of, of black people, black women in particular in the media and um images about beauty and things like that, and also from observations that were made during playdates with our nieces around the engagement that they had with dolls and, and the way that it influenced the way that they see themselves. Um, and then co- conversations with, with some of my older nieces about some of the challenges that they feel as black girls growing up in spaces that are primarily occupied by non-black people, you know, living right. in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the messaging that accompanied that, right? And so we both had a, had a desire. We both are really close to our nieces and so had a, had a strong desire to, to um, influence positively the way that they see themselves mm-hmm. um, and the way that they interact with the world. And so, um, yeah, just, just like I was saying, reflections about the harsh realities that black women and girls are often excluded in conversations right. around beauty mm-hmm. and worth and um, desirability. So we really wanted to do something that was made with black women as the focus. Um, and then particularly with the Naturalista Emoji Project being in a, in a digital space, is um, to carve a digital space for black women to be celebrated that was free from intrusion. So that was truly ours. So if you look at our emojis, you know, it's, it's us. Like, it's, it's for us. It's by us, with us in mind. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, one of my producers, she, you know, she sent it to me. She Rochelle, you got to have them on the show. Look at this. This is so cool. This is so cool. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, what age group are you looking at? What age group are you trying to uh, brand this, uh, these emojis to? Oh, sure. I'll take that. Uh, the unique thing about it is there's a little bit of something for everyone. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, yes, for sure, for sure. Um, th- the idea was to make it playful enough that, you know, young kids, and, you know, this is obviously up to parents at what time they expose their, their children to, to screens mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. of that nature, mm-hmm. but young kids could have an appeal. And what we did, which we thought would be very important, um, and as much as, you know, um, some of the, the, the lead ladies on the creative side had influence, we were sure to check in with our nieces, and in my case, my, my daughter, to make sure it passed the cool the cool factor, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that it had an appeal um, that was that was fairly broad. And we wanted, you know, little black girls to be able to see themselves in these characters. And obviously, you know, millennial, um, the millennial age group is an age group that obviously we have a close connection to, um, seeing as though we're part of it. So I, th- I think we wanted to make sure it was broad reaching and that the, the emoji spoke to them. So we, we were um, intentional about making sure that, um, the unique value proposition was the 3D characters that really popped and showed our melanin, rich skin complexions, and our Afro textured right, hair. Right, you know, right, kind of to, right. to work to affirm us. Right. You know, my daughter, she's 21, and um, okay. and so and she's into gamification, into artwork. You know, and so <sighs> I'm a, and so I'm a, I'm gonna make sure she. Uh, so you talked about content. You talked about a team. I know you two are the two visionaries. Let's talk about that. Let's transition a little bit to the to the content team. How does that work? Sure, sure, sure. So um, initially, when I was uh, when we first started to kind of conceive of the project, yes, sir. we knew that we needed some support um, from like a developer. Yes, sir. Uh, we had a lot of creative uh, people on our team that, that had ideas and that can kind of chart that course on the right. creative side. But we knew that we needed support from a developer. And so what we did is we tapped uh, um, a former alumni at my school at Princeton uh, by the name of uh, Moyo Okome. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a brother who's been in the app and the app world for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's had great success. And so we tapped him. He, he's become much of a, a mentor of sorts uh, for me over the years. And he has a, a group called the app magic crew mm-hmm. and uh, his, his company was shout crew. out app magic. Yes. Yes. Shout out app magic. His company was who we worked with to put the project together. And then from the creative side, it was the mostly primarily the ladies taking the lead for curating the look and the design. And internally we have a designer, Mm-hmm. Um, so that that made it much easier. From there, it was just mostly c- conceptualizing and uh, we call it like U- UI and UX. So um, the the design and making sure that it's just a sleek um, project that's kind of uh, product that's easy to use and iterating. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. We we were able to to, to, to chart a course for launch. Now, 
you know, everybody has a good idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then and this is tied to emotion. I can hear in Renee's voice. You know, this is really mm-hmm. a passion. I'm not saying, you know, you, you got passion. You always say you have a daughter. And I was, mm-hmm. my daughter's the same way. I won't have a better life than I have, than I had. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking at your mm-hmm. Instagram account. I uh, went to it. Mm-hmm. And I see these different images. And just walk me through uh, how do you post? And what do you, when you do post on your Instagram account, what are you trying to achieve on your Instagram account? Mm. Yeah, we can both take that one um, and you can chime in. We really look for things that celebrate black people. Because yeah, it says black you know, women we, are amazing. So we created a 3D emoji app and accessories in your honor. And that's one of the mm-hmm. bylines on it. I'm, I'm just trying to expand. I, when I when I invited individuals on my show, I'm just trying to promote. I'm trying to promote and let everybody have a clear understanding of what you bring to the table, which got me excited because everybody that comes on my show is a relationship. You and I are in a relationship now. My relationship is to expand your brand and to promote your brand. And I see this as so cool when I'm looking at these various different women, the size type, uh, uh, color tones, hairstyles are different. There's, means that uh, mm-hmm. African-American women beauty or black women beauty comes in all type. That's what I took away from this Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, black women are the target demographic. You know, um, we, because like I was saying, there's a lack of affirmation of black beauty in just the general media. Mm-hmm. And so we like to take this opportunity to show in this social media space that, mm-hmm. you know, we are beautiful, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and right. we deserve to be celebrated in all of our tones and hair textures and all of the differences that we have, different styles, different bone structure, and and it's all beautiful. We'll be right back with more. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations. Uh, On the phone is the Director of Operations and Lead Creator and the CEO of Naturalista. Did I say that right, team? Lista. Yeah, you got it. Okay. (laughs) That actually sounds a lot lot cooler now. I was saying Lista. Lista. (laughs) I'm a fan now. I'm a fan. Lista. (laughs) Alex Okafor and Renee. And Renee is spelled R-Y-N-A-E. R-Y-N-A-E. Lindsay. So, Mm-hmm. You guys have a gala coming up. Tell me about that gala and how can Rashawn McDonald help promote it besides this oh, show sure. through social media? Hey, man, use me. Use me. Okay. Oh, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So um, I guess the bigger picture, uh, what we wanted to do is um, consistent with the mission of Naturalista is we have a larger brand called Win for the Culture. And so Naturalista right. actually mm-hmm. falls under it falls under the umbrella of Win for the Culture. Mm-hmm. And Win for the Culture, the, the brand is similar. It's to work to create spaces and experiences and content, products and services that kind of work to affirm and connect and empower, you know, black people. Um, and so we've partnered and we've done a number of events. And we have our upcoming annual uh, gala in the Bay Area, California, coming up on February 2nd of next year. So right at the start of, um, of Black History Month. So it's going to mm-hmm. be a special time. And what we're going to do is we're going to partner with some um, small businesses to kind of celebrate some of the work that people are doing to, to blaze trails, uh, you know, for, for those generations to come. Um, and so it's a really special event um, hosted by our parent company um, that we are also executive members of. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's called the Black Renaissance Gala in, uh, in East Bay, California, Berkeley. So we're really excited about that. Okay, what, 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 what got it started? Everybody comes with an idea. My idea was the Neighborhood Awards and... It was about uplifting the community and recognizing what I've considered the real stars in the community that are the, the entrepreneurs. What, what, what launched this idea? And I, I always say that because a lot of people have ideas and then the ideas never, they are a lot of fear or improper planning. It never goes anywhere. 
your idea was tied to emotion. You're in the Bay Area, which 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 seems fittingly the right place to launch it. Talk to me about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was it was just reflections about things that we wanted to see, and we felt uh, maybe a, a level of dissatisfaction that you know we we tended to be afterthoughts in a lot of the conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was the case with the naturally emoji or creating spaces where Black people can feel whole and affirmed or recognized. We seem to always be kind of a footnote in these conversations. And rather than waiting on other people to create things for us or being disappointed with what they do for us, we figure, why don't we start to produce these things? You know, why don't we create the things that we want to see? And so we were very strategic. You mentioned, uh, you know, having uh, proper planning. We were very strategic in assembling, you know, a team uh, of qualified people who right. work in a, a number of different sectors and areas. And, and we just we started, started with an ideation process, from an ideation process and went to writing down thoughts. And then we started getting to action. And so we're unique. Um, the privilege that we have is our close family. Um, our team is constituted of close family and friends. Mm-hmm. And they have unique, um, un- unique insights. So, for example, one of our lead uh, curators, Faith Onwusa, is a, she, she has a history of curating and, and design, and she, she works on that. Uh, my older sister has been the creative director for our team. Uh, my brothers uh, are, are in sales and business development, respectively. And so um, c- provided with Renee's operation background and my kind of role as an entrepreneur and strategist, um, it, it's made for a beautiful uh, combination. So we just, you know, it, it always starts with ideation. Then we go to strategy. We think about what take what it takes, how much money, how much time, how much effort. And we start to piece things together. And uh, we, don't, we, don't, we didn't go for home runs out the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we kind of worked slowly but surely worked our way up. So we did, you know, smaller events and smaller gatherings. We partnered with other people right. until we felt confident like we could, we could really do something special. Cool. I'm looking at your website right now, which is really cool. Now you, cool. Now you, have, a, how, you have a chat now. Okay, that's unusual and a good thing because you're communi- you want to communicate with the people who come to your site. What, what, what initiated that thought process on your website? Oh, are you, are you speaking about the, the chat? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, what we found is, um, you know. They even mentioned uh, me. Is this, is this Rashawn McDonald? Right there. Going, How can I help you? <laughs> got my little, my, little, my little avatar right there. Rashawn, is it? Yes, that's me. I said, <laughs> yes, yes, that's me. Sure. Chat now. Well, you start talking, brother. So I'll be doing my little homework team. It's a really cool site. So let's talk about yeah. why, you know, because there's a lot of websites. I don't even have a chat now on my website, okay? So why did you guys decide <laughs> yeah. to do chat now? Because that sounds really cool. Yes. Yeah. One thing that we found is um, we, were, we were a bit overwhelmed. So, so the good thing about the project and the fact that people were really interested in the things that we have going on is that there's a lot of people reaching out. Um, sometimes they're reaching out with questions. Sometimes they're reaching out just to say hello or to tell us that they appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If you see our e-commerce shop, you'll notice that we have a lot of unique products. Sometimes they have inquiries about uh, products. And just in terms of bandwidth, it was very difficult for us to manage it. You know what I mean? To manage it all. And so this was another medium as opposed to having to respond to maybe, you know, a hundred, a backlog of hundreds of emails. Um, we figured, why don't we make chat available? And to mm-hmm. the extent that one of us is available during a time, we can all just kind of offer our support, you know, kind of in real time. So if somebody's interested in a product on our, on our website, mm-hmm. uh, wants to buy, you know, one of our unique products, you know, we'd be able to answer some questions. And we felt like that'd be an easier way to kind of facilitate communication. You know, because a lot of times that can be the difference between securing the sale and, you know, having an unhappy customer. And we really wanted to be able to satisfy um, the customer's request. Well, I love it because you had the customer service. And that's that's what leads to long-time success. I'm just, I just, 
I just forwarded it just to my daughter so she can see it because, like I said, this is really cool. And I'm over, I'm over yeah. I'm marketing as we speak. I'm a, I'm a bad <laughs> man, Alex. I'm a bad <laughs> man, brother. Because <laughs> we appreciate this is really cool. You. So, so you talked about the gala. Now that's the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do you send out? Is it is it is it cool to promote it nationally, or just focus in that California area? Yes. So the the in terms of a physical presence, you know, obviously there's limitations. We have um, we we do have uh, we do have the gala in in the Bay Area. California, but one thing that's unique is that we are partnering with national companies. So mm-hmm. we're in some preliminary discussions with potential sponsors. And there you go. so long as you so long as you support the mission, mm-hmm. um, you know we welcome we welcome the support. Um, you know from from a national perspective, from a sponsorship that we're providing resources, um, maybe to support or recognize. We call them public spotlights. Right. In which case we we recognize local. Um, you know, nonprofits and people who are doing really good work to trailblaze paths. So mm-hmm. you could sponsor a scholarship or an award um, in your company's honor. So, so really, it's about mission alignment as much as, um, even more so than demographic or geographic location. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. the reason I say this is because I'm excited. Okay, this feels like a multi-day event. I'm already promoting. I'm already producing the event. <laughs> a multi-day event because of the fact that. It, you know, it's about the culture, but it's also about education. Now, is it just a gala? Are you are you eventually gonna go to vendors and you know a, another day? I'm, I'm, hey, look, Essence is in New Orleans. Why can't why can't you guys be in the Bay Area? Why can't you guys do what they do in the Bay Area? Come on now. Exactly, exactly. That's the ultimate goal. Exactly. Long term, but long term goal. No, no, no. Yes, no, no. Yes. It can be short. Like, I'm like, it could be short. It could be short. Believe me, you guys are you guys are you guys are my show. Okay, you're my show because yes. you're a recognizable brand. I'm just telling you, this is what I love about your project and your concept and what you're doing. It's tied to emotion. See, once you yeah. tie something to emotion, people become passionate about it. So mm-hmm. when you say down the line, down the line is this year. This year, just start mm-hmm. adding, just add a little bit to mm-hmm. it. Like, like I said, you mm-hmm. just add one day, you add one thought. Because you are tapping in. That's why I say I immediately fought this to my daughter. You know, I knew about it, and I'm going through the website. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at your your, your social media, and every time I turn, I see there's no specific. Like you look at the uh, what was it, Victoria's Secret uh, fashion show. Every girl came down that aisle was, was looked like she needed to eat. Okay, everybody came down, needed to eat something. <laughs> eat a lot. Eat a lot. And I, I, you know, eat a lot. Why, why are you not eating? Are you hungry, girl? Eat hungry. They try to. And so when I look at your site, I see the range, which means that anybody who comes to your your event or comes to your brand will feel comfortable. And I think that's very key to what I'm trying to say is that you speak. There's no different than Black Girls Rock. There's no different than mm-hmm. Essence Festival. Okay, and I know Essence because Essence took the music out of Essence. Music festival because I recommended it. So I'm a, I'm a guy mm. that's telling you I know what I'm talking about. I created sure. the Hoodie Awards, which came to Neighborhood yep. Awards, which tracked over 150,000 people to the city of Atlanta, yep. and for 16 consecutive years it was sold out. So when I when mm. I come to the Bay Area, I know the Bay Area. I used to participate in yep. the Black Comedy Explosion down there. Mm-hmm. I I made the finals down there in 1992. So I know that area and I know how it works. So just know this advice to me, and you can and, and you can take me on as a mentor. A guy you can call. For sure. Okay, listen sure. to me when I tell you this. You have an mm-hmm. emotional event. Emotional events, you have to capitalize on them because of the fact that so many people don't know. And once they, you, the, you're the aha event. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You're the oh, my God event. Oh, I, that's so relatable. 
Can I bring my daughter? Can I can I bring and you 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 have multiple generations, I'm sure, coming to your event. The daughter, the mom, and the grandmama. You know, that's what your event is. And I, I I'm not saying you don't see that because Renee's pretty smart and, and you're you're an exceptionally gifted guy who went to Princeton, you know. So that's a lot of intellect happening here. So I'm just saying from a marketing and a branding standpoint, you guys have something special. Just blow it up on the West Coast. Take it to the next level. And I have no problem offering my advice. No, this is free of charge here. Call me uh, and I advise you to get there. Okay? Because you guys have something special. We appreciate special. that. It is, it's, you know, it, I appreciate you. Let's just step back here. <laughs> okay? This ain't my vision. I didn't think of this, this great idea. You're you're affecting young people, and I love it because of the fact that you're saying you 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 you're speaking the truth to say, hey, this is the this is an underserved, undervalued core group that should be recognized. We've lived we've lived all over this world, and and African American women or black women are unappreciated, and time to stop. Right. That's, that's right. That's right. Stop. We got emojis. That's and we're doing it. That's right. Time. And so you got a gala. What's what's the date that gala? February fifth. That's the gala date. Uh, February second. February second, and we we would love to have you. We know I'm gonna try to put that on my man. calendar. I'll be committing to a lot of stuff. My staff go, Rashad. How you gonna go to all these different places? But guess what? <laughs> I go to places I love. I love. <laughs> hey, hey, my man, Alex, Renee. Thank you for coming on the show. You got my support, long term and definitely short term. Okay. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great. They sound great, too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com/iheart.